Local people, local stories. This is the KDKA All Local on Pittsburgh's News Weather and Traffic Station. 100.1 FM and AM 1020. KDKA. I'm Paul Rasmussen. A Code Orange air quality alert is in effect until midnight. Smoke from Canadian wildfires is adding to air pollution concentrations considered unhealthy for sensitive groups. On the Big K Morning Show, AccuWeather's Dean DeVore was asked when we'll get a break from the smoky skies. We'll see it at varying times today. It'll look hazier than others, and there's probably more tomorrow. We're thinking by Saturday into Sunday, it's starting to get much nicer overall. Yeah, Dean says the jet stream will shift this weekend, and there's a chance of showers early next week. Highs will range from the mid-70s to 80 degrees Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. The two men charged in the shooting death of an 18-month-old boy last year will spend the rest of their lives in prison. Londell Falconer and Marquez Anger were found guilty of first-degree murder Wednesday. D'Avery Thomas died after he was wounded in a drive-by shooting downtown. D'Avery was in a car seat in an SUV parked near PPG Place, and police say that Thomas and his mother were not in the intended targets. The Butler County principal charged with failing to report a child abuse allegation is no longer with the Knox School District. The Butler Eagle reports the school board has approved Gregory Mandalis' retirement. Last month, he was charged with not reporting a child abuse allegation involving a 6-year-old girl and a 19-year-old man. Investigators have said that man is Mandalis' son. Pittsburgh Public Schools will start to transition about 2,000 special education students to regular classrooms next year. If the plan is approved, the district hopes to have special education students in regular classrooms 80% of the time. The cooling towers at the former Hatsfield Ferry Power Station in Greene County are being imploded today. The implosion is scheduled for 11 a.m. Traffic will be stopped several times along Route 21 from 1045 to 1110. The implosion comes less than a week after two smokestacks were brought down in Springdale. Residents there have until 5 p.m. tomorrow to submit claims for any damage from the demolition. Larry Scarato was sworn in as Pittsburgh's police chief Wednesday afternoon. With a report on the challenges ahead for Scarato, here's News Radio KDK's Shelby Cassesi. Larry Scarato was sworn in Wednesday, which included words of encouragement from each city council member and Mayor Ed Ganey. He enters a department, though, that's rapidly losing officers, including a few just last week, to the fire department. Scarato says he plans to think outside the box to recruit and retain officers. Trying to change the mindset, the Pittsburgh Bureau of Police is an excellent organization that takes care of its officers, that supports its officers, and in that, that you should remain here with us. I have a meeting with one officer tomorrow that I'm going to try to convince not to leave. And, and I do, I, I'm hard to break up with. Because he was away from the department for several years, Scarato still has to pass a state certification exam later this month. And until then, won't be able to wear his full uniform. Shelby Cassassi, News Radio, KDK. Two people are facing charges for damage they did on Washington County roadways. A tractor-trailer driver, a motorcyclist, and his passenger are accused of driving through a barrier and onto wet concrete causing more than $100,000 in damage. It happened last month in Mount Pleasant Township. Police say Douglas Harlan's tractor-trailer left deep ruts in the fresh pavement on Route 50. A few hours later, police were called to Burgettstown Road after John and Tanya Riggle's motorcycle became stuck in wet concrete. A charity supposedly helping people impacted by the East Palestine train derailment is paying back the money it raised. 
News Radio KDK's Melinda Roeder has details. Ohio's Attorney General David Yost announced Wednesday evening his office has reached an agreement with the founder of a charity called the Ohio Clean Water Fund, which misled donors following the February derailment at the Pennsylvania-Ohio border, which resulted in a toxic chemical fire and the contamination of nearby creeks and rivers. The charity raised more than $140,000 but gave just 10000 to the food bank it claimed to support. Representatives from the Second Harvest Food Bank alerted the AG they had no authorized partnership with the charity's founder, Mike Papel. He is now going to have to pay restitution to the food bank and a local emergency response fund. Melinda Roeder, News Radio, KDKA. Thanks for listening to the KDKA All Local. You can follow or subscribe to this podcast in the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. For the latest breaking news, traffic, and weather, be sure to tune in to KDKA or download the Odyssey app to take us with you wherever you go.